Man, it feels so great to be back. Um, don't really have an excuse as to why I was gone uh, for so long. But here I am. Um, I guess it's, it's kind of hard to put out these episodes when you don't really have a big following. Um, you know, if, if I had a bunch of followers out there that were actively listening, all that good stuff, yeah, it might be a little more easy. But anyways, so here I am, and I wanted to talk to you about something a little more per- kind of personal in my life. And it's, you know, I get a bunch of people asking me questions about, you know, stand-up comedy. And I, so I wanted to kind of talk about you know, about my, about why I got into stand-up comedy, because the biggest question I get is, about my stand-up comedy, is how do I overcome, um, tripping up on stage, you know, and I, I can't talk about that unless I talk, you know, I feel like I can't talk about that unless I talk about why I got into stand-up comedy, and, the reason why I got into stand-up comedy is because, um, so, my mother, um, towards the, long story short, towards the end of her life, she had a bunch of medical bills, and I wanted to be able to help her with those medical bills, so it, because I got tired of seeing her struggle, so it wasn't like I had... You know, people coming up to me saying, oh, Jesse, you know, you're, you're, you're funny, you know, you'd be good at it. No, I, I never had anybody that did that. Um, I talked to, uh, I remember a long time ago, I talked to one of my buddies, Brad Pittman, uh, who has his own podcast called the Smoke Meat Podcast. Uh, so I implore, you know, all five of my, four or five of my listeners to go out and to listen to it. Uh, it's a really great podcast. He does a bunch of great interviews with a, a bunch of celebrities, just different people. Um, just, again, I implore you, go out there and listen to it. Um, but I talked to him because uh, I, I think I'd seen some of his stuff. And I talked to him about doing it. Like, you know, hey, you know, this is something I'm really interested in. So I thought I would be able to go in, you know, and I thought I'd be a lot better than what I am. So, you know, you know, I kind of thought, you know, some money would roll in and I'd be able to help my mother out without, you know, even, even on top of my, um, day-to-day job I have. So, uh, like I said, that's, that's why I got into stand-up comedy. 2020 kind of messed that up and... Um, believe it or not, I know this sounds weird, but I do a lot of writing, whether it's, you know, whether I'm constantly, like, just thinking up stuff in my head, or physically writing stuff down, um, in my mind, I'm, I'm always doing it, I'm always trying to craft the next, you know, my next bit, um, I have a good bit in mind, the only reason why I haven't done it is because it needs still a lot of work done to it but um so again like I said I, I thought my career would have taken you know been a little better more productive than now so I would have been 
better position to help my mother out. But, um, so, I know there's, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of people out there who have, you know, stage fright who may be thinking about doing it. Um, getting on stage is not the worst part. It's crafting of the joke. Um, you know, at, to me, that is one of the best feelings in the world. You know, when you sit here and you, you take time to craft a joke. The delivery's right, the punchline's right, everything, you know, like, depending on how long you want it to be, like, it fits that time frame that, that you want it, and everything is just great with it, and then you get on stage, and then you deliver it, and you get that good response from the crowd, that is such an amazing, amazing feeling, I promise you, that is a, uh, that is a high that you can't get from any, anything any place um but uh so uh one question the two biggest questions i've had people ask me is would i leave like public safety because anybody who listens to this knows what i do and just for the sake of anonymity uh, what am i saying to, um, so I don't put it out there, I guess, if that's, if that's the case. So everybody knows that I'm in public safety. We'll just leave it at that. And I've had people ask me, you know, like, if your comedy career took off, would you leave this, this field? And the answer is absolutely yes. Yeah. I would leave it. If I could make the money that I make now and support, you know, and be able to support, you know, myself and my wife on it, and our future kids on it yes absolutely i would drop it in a heartbeat and that is not saying that i don't love my job i do i love my job i love what i do i love the people that i work for um you know i have some amazing you know supervisors bosses whatever you want to call them um but you you know, I think it all boils down to what we see on a daily basis. You know, if and if I have a chance to pursue something that I love and not see what we see on a daily basis, then kind of, well, kind of why wouldn't I do it? And I, I kind of feel like I have to say that say this too. So what I'm saying in this podcast, my opinions reflect solely on me not not who I work for not anybody else on me um, but again you know like I said if you know everybody knows you know when you're in public safety you see some bad stuff we'll just leave it at that and so if I so with comedy being a passion of mine if I have a chance to pursue it and you know, not be able to see the bad stuff that we see, you know, why would I not do it? Um, and so with that, with that being said, I hope it, that doesn't get me in trouble. But another thing, I, another question that I get is like, how do you, over, how do I overcome um, stumbling on stage? And 
what I do is I write down my bit. So I learned real quickly uh, if I'm writing on a standard piece of paper like how much I have to write to hit a certain benchmark. Like if my like if um, you know if the limit is four minutes how much I have to write on paper to get roughly there. Now obviously this depends on how fast I talk, the pauses for any laughter, anything like that. There's still some other outside factors but I can get in that general ballpark. So what I do is I write it down on a piece of paper and yes, I have stumbled on stage. It is what it is. So, um, when I when I stumble on stage, I, you know, I'm I'm not afraid to pull out that piece of paper and find where I left off at and then go from there. And then I finish my bit and then what I try to do is I try you know I rehearse my bit more and I get better and I try it again um, you know when you're in stand-up comedy you're 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 going to fail you're going to stumble it's how much do you want it you know and I need to take this advice for myself you know are you going to let one setback settle, you know, your career, you know? Um, some of my favorite comedians are like Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, uh, Tom Segura, uh, Bill Burr, um, you know, amongst numerous others. And I'm sure, you know, if, if I ever get lucky enough to have them on my podcast, um, that they would say the excuse me I'm starting a Facebook live here um, that I'm sure they would all say the same thing you know that they have failed at one point in time and you know they've all been booed off stage stumbled so the thing is can you get back up on stage can you fix your mistake? Can you get back up on stage? And also, are you willing to make the travel? You know, like, so what What sucks is the la I used to go up to the Laughing Skull. I used to do their open mics up there. And I loved it. I loved the atmosphere. I loved the people up there. They were, they were actually pretty strict on hecklers. Um, like, if they, if the employee saw, you know, like you heckling, which I guess I could lead that that's a um, a big the definition of heckling I'm sure is kind of wide diverse but you know like if you sit there if you talk during a, another comics you know like if you're in the crowd and you're sitting here like laughing to you know like if you're interrupting the comic I just leave it at that that is a form of heckling so they were real strict on that. You know, like if you did it once, they talked to you. If you did it twice, they kick you out. So it was it was really awesome. And it was a small, nice little venue. Um, but the one thing I, lo I loved about it was that you had comics 
And I really hope I'm not rambling here. But hey, it is my podcast, so whatever. Um, so the one thing I loved about The Laughing Skull is that you had comics from... They were just beginning. Like, it was their first time on the stage. Like, boom, that was it. And then you had comics like Kevin Hart and even Dave Chappelle that were up there. That were trying to... That were working out material. And they did... They would do... Oh, God. I don't even know how many shows they would do. I know Kevin Hart did a bunch. Um, so, it it is kind of a you know, a humbling experience because it's like, I, I know I'm starting out. I, I know I'm I'm new, all that good stuff. But to sit here and to say that, you know, I've been on the same stage as, you know, Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle. I've held the same mic that they've had, that they've held and everything. That's, that's pretty freaking cool, if you ask me. Um, so, you know, it, going back to what I was saying, it kind of puts into perspective why I'm, you know, kind of why I'm doing this and why I'm willing to put in the work. The only thing that sucks now is that since they've closed down their open mic, really the only only open mics that are out there are like, um, I know Marietta has uh, has a few, and I'm sure there's some around Atlanta, but it's, um, you know, it's at these little cafes, restaurants, you know, whatever. So the issue excuse me, the issue I have is, um, how long can I keep, can I keep doing these open mics, because, you know, like, I, like, I, I want to make money off of this, I want to do this, you know, I want to sell out, um, you know, stadiums, arenas, um, all, all that, and I understand I've got to put in the work, and I understand, you know, I understand I gotta start, you know, over level and you know do what I got to do but like I said it's kind of like how you know like okay when when you know when am I going to start making some forward progress in this you know I, I'm I'm willing to put in the work I'm willing to you know I'm, I'm willing to, to to travel you know you know like in the state of Georgia you know if I travel um you know, out of state, you know, I'm willing to, you know, find open mics and do them there, um, but again, you know, I just want to make, my issue is, I just want to make forward progress in, in this, you know, um, but the, the biggest advice that I, well, some of the advice that I have to, you know, I guess, you know, to the, to, now this is the comic that, that's fixing to get up on stage, like, he, like, excuse me, they are fixing to get up on stage, this is, um, I guess the first time or whatever it is, for one, the rules the club has set in place, ob- obey them, because, you know, because that can make or break you, and, uh, rehearse your, um, rehearse your material, family, friends, whatever, you know, because I do it all the time, hey man, um, I just thought of this, do you think this is funny, okay, cool, 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 or, you know, like, okay, 
Okay, cool. I I get it. It's not very funny. All right, so I'll I'll, I'll scratch it or I'll work on it. Whatever. Um, so rehearse it, and then practice it. Get your and I've done this before. Get your camera up, bring record yourself, and see where you you know where you're at time wise. See where you want your you know like the areas that you want your laughs in. Where are they? Um, where are they gonna fall? And you have to be able to pause for them and see how well this pans out. See what you might want to cut. See what you might want to add. Um, but the, yeah, big thing is abiding, uh, abiding, keeping with the time frame that the club has set in mind. Um, if they say you get three, four minutes of stage time, it's always best to. I will say this: it's always the best to come under than over. Because if you go over. You are hurting, <coughs> excuse me. You are hurting the other the the comic behind you, and it is not fair to them. Um, but again, so if you're, like I said, it, that's the big thing. Just one of the big things. Excuse me, is buying by the time. Um, and again, you know, if if you're thinking, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about doing it, please, I implore you do it you meet a bunch of really cool people out there um and it's 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 a great time and i promise you you know when you like what i said earlier if you, when you craft that joke and you get that response that that you're looking for it is such an amazing feeling but you also with that being said uh, think about it you've also got to be prepared for when you craft that joke that it doesn't go the way that you want it to go it might bomb and you need to be prepared for that but can you overcome that that is the big question but again i implore you if you're thinking about doing it please do it it is such an awesome experience um and i mean i know i'm not going to be much of help much of help but if you have any questions please reach out to me well guys i appreciate it uh Thank you to all three, four, five of my listeners for listening to this. Um, and I hope to, to put out some more episodes in the future. Well, as a matter of fact, I know I will put out some more episodes in the future. So y'all stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure I've got some big things planned, whether it be interviews, whether it be just me rambling. Um, so guys, please take a listening, take a listen. Um, keep checking back for more episodes. Alright guys, well, I love y'all, love and peace.